welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. Oh my God, do we have a special episode today? You know, it's going to be wild. It's going to be fun. We're going to have my mom on, which is actually crazy. I never thought I'd have her on, but she's become a big presence in my, you know, online life and my personal life. So why not? I'm here with Ellen right now. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm excited about your mom being on. I love your parents. They're so funny. They're funny. They're a little, they don't know they're funny, but they're funny. You know, she's like that, right? Yeah. I don't know. She they're asked... just like, they're interesting. They're interesting people. I got to say one thing though. Tech wise, they are not there and it's not going to be a smooth mm. thing uh, at all. No one's parents are, but so I'm not surprised. But yeah, you're right. It 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 took us a minute to set her up. <laughs> I literally asked my mom. I'm like, do you know how to? She doesn't even know how to plug in a fucking microphone. Like she didn't know anything earlier. I was like, this is gonna be a nightmare. But mm-hmm. and I mean, they were on a PC, and I mean. <laughs> PCs are kind of like that. Yeah, I guess guess we should tell the audience. We did record this after we recorded the episode. It took 29 minutes to get my mom on with us. Uh, I I will mention it on the episode, but it's like, oh, my God. And my dad wants to do his own episode, which I can't. Hopefully they learned this time. So if we do that, it's like, you know. Your dad seems a little bit more tech savvy, though. A little, but he was angry. So it really wasn't a good, you know, situation for you. We cannot be. You have to to remain calm in those situations. (gasps) Yes. Oh, my God. God. But anyway, how are you? How's your employed life and, you know, Christmas break coming up and whatnot? It's going. I mean, uh, I'm trying to hit 200 movies watched this year and I'm getting oh, really yes. close. Um, what right number now, are you on? Uh, right now, as of now, um, I'm at 182, I think. 182, 183 maybe. Can I ask why 200? Like, why was that the number you were? Because I was just close to 200. So I was like, I might as well, like, round this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Uh, 165 sounds weird compared to, like, yeah. yeah. You, like, get, like, a good But I would think 100 is a nice goal. Like, when did 100? you hit 100? Well, when I first started doing this sort of uh thing of tracking every movie that I watched um that was my goal was watching 100 movies in one year and that felt like a lot but and did think, you start this before the pandemic yeah I the first time <laughs> I tried this was in 2017 that's when I started the movie oh. goal. but I feel like 100 movies isn't that much are there rules like a movie you haven't seen before or no just a movie no there's no rules, really. I mean, I, there are movies on the list this year that I've are that are rewatches for me. Like I watched Austin Powers. That was the first movie I watched mm-hmm. when great movie quarantine started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a good one. It's a good one to revisit. I watch movies over and over again all the time. I love watching finding movies that are on TV, mm-hmm. even though there's commercials, even though there's parts edited out. I just love that it's on for me to watch, <laughs> and I didn't have yeah. to pick it. Like the Birdcage is one of those movies I watched again this year. It's like kind Great of a movie, movie that it's it's on TV. Like I'll just watch it. It's so yeah. good. Oh yeah, there are the movies that are if they're on TV, I will always watch like Forrest Gump, Home Alone, Devil Wears Prada, Mean Girls, Bridesmaids. Like they're always on TV, and I will always watch them. Yeah, those are some good ones. Yeah. So I watched um, Nine to Five last night for ah, the first time. Yes, it's yes. Which was good amazing. One. I didn't really have any expectations going into it, just um, besides knowing that the cast was amazing. It's like Dolly Parton and Jane Fonda, 
Yeah, Lily Tomlin. It's amazing, a classic. ladies. Yeah, I know. And I and when you told when you tweeted you were watching it, I was like, oh, we should talk about that for our spinoff podcast of movies about employment and losing I didn't even jobs. Think about going in going into it, I didn't think about how much. Yeah, it it's kind of relates to this podcast because they hate their boss so much. <laughs> You know. I know, and everyone who's on this on this podcast has hated a boss at some mm-hmm. point in their lives. That's yeah. so funny, yeah. But they uh, were like, "Let's." They were like, "We're gonna do something about it." You know, they didn't just sit on a fucking podcast and complain about it. They were no. like, "We're gonna." They do kidnapped something. their boss, yeah. and <laughs> made their office amazing. Mm-hmm. Really inspirational stuff. Yeah. Did you have a favorite character? Hmm. Oh, man, it's hard to say. They were all so good. Like, the three main characters yeah. are just so good. I mean, I guess. It's Dolly Parton. Uh, um, Lily Tomlin. Lily and Tomlin Fonda. and Jane Fonda. Yeah. I think probably. Powerhouses. Yeah. I guess I got to say Dolly Parton, of course. She's just mm-hmm. so amazing in everything that she does. I love at the end. And she's they saving those, us from like, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, they do. What's it called when they, like, show, like. It's like an epilogue sort of thing. Yeah. Like, this character went off to do this. The end, hers was like, she became a famous country singer. Right. Like, yeah. They had to. (laughs) That was probably in her contract. She's like, listen, by the end of this, I am me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And the song 9 to 5 is just such a hit. I love 9 to 5. I love it. It's such a good song. I saw the Broadway show to 9 to 5 before. Ooh, I didn't even know about that. It was so good. And you know who played the lead? Like, the... um, I guess it was was it the Jane Fonda role or Jane the Lily Fonda, Tomlin role? Jane was, Fonda is like the newest person to join the company. She was a housewife who yeah. whose husband left her for his secretary, and so she had to get a job. Mm-hmm. And Lily Tomlin is like the one of the head like supervising managers, right, 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 um, who can never get a promotion. Because she's I feel a woman. like it, Alice and Janney was in the Broadway musical, and she was so good. Mm. And I think she was the Lily Tomlin role. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was her. She like leads the pack, right? Like she's kind of the like yeah, one in she's, charge. Um, yeah, she's, yeah, she's the one that's yeah, she's in charge. Good movie. I have to rewatch it. I want to rewatch should. it. I know, and then maybe we'll like really deep dive into it. But right now we got to deep dive into my mom's employment history. Are you ready mm-hmm. for this? And, you know, how embarrassing it is to have a daughter who runs a podcast called Unemployed. <laughs> well, she's a dentist from Philadelphia. Here are her credits. She's a dentist from Philadelphia, uh, grew up in Long Island, New York, Um that's it. You know, that's all I got to plug for. She has three kids and she's my mom. We've got Lee Royce on the pod. Hi, mom. Hi, Anna. How um, you, you know, I'm stressed out. It took 29 minutes to set you up on this thing. That was record time. You know, I thought I sent you the email ahead of time and I, I called you a little while ago and everything, Dad everything seemed chill. Didn't. He didn't come out of his little office until five minutes before. Got it. So you needed to wait for him. You couldn't touch anything. Correct. Okay. Um, and have you, <laughs> I have one question. Have you ever listened to a podcast? Uh-huh. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think you have. Yeah. Ab- What's his name? Abnan. Shabnan. Abnan. <laughs> what? You know that, that guy <laughs> who's in prison? 
You don't need oh. to yell. Cereal? Is it that was, what she's talking about? Yeah, I think you're talking about ce- that podcast Cereal. Adnan? Is, is that what his Yeah. The, Adnan. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just go, did you listen to a podcast? You go, Ar- Arvnan. This is not only like <laughs> kind of racist. We just, <laughs> we just, no, I'm not being racist. We just watched it on, on TV. What did there's you like watch? A, there's a show now. Oh. With that podcast. Got it. It's a good Got podcast. It. That's why I mentioned it because that was the first podcast I listened to. And I've listened to a few of yours. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Oh, God, don't go there. <laughs> this Are one. you just saying that to be nice? No, I have, but this is like a quiz. <laughs> no, it's not a quiz. Um, we're not. Okay. We're not well, quizzing welcome you. Welcome to the pod. Yeah, we're not going to quiz you. You know, I told you earlier, she asked to, for the notes that I send every guest so you can prepare mentally a little bit, right? Uh-huh. It was a nice so, email, right? She makes it. She gets, Very nice email. She does good email. Short and sweet. Has the link. Has the link. Got my, <laughs> not that that mattered. It's fucking half I got, hour after. I got my Zoom numbers in case I get disconnected. I'm ready. Yeah. You're also, you're beyond loud. Maybe I'll just put my volume down so I don't have to tell you to keep being quiet. Um, do you feel, okay. do you feel good? You ready to go? Feel great. Okay. So, feel great. I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, how have you been? How's your day been? Usually I catch up with people in the beginning. My day has been just fine. I, um... Got up and did a few errands, walked around, walked with Joey, took him to get groomed. Right. And then I played paddle ball, paddle tennis, which I've been playing every day to get exercise. And it's nice out every day. So I had a great time. But tell the people, you're a tennis player for your whole life. I am a tennis player. I play competitive tennis my entire life. And um, I'm not playing right now because the courts outside are um, wet and uh, a lot of my friends are playing indoor tennis, but I'm not doing that. I don't feel it's safe right. during the virus. So I am learning a new sport. It's called paddle or platform tennis, and you can play outside all winter long. And we've been really lucky. We've had great weather. So I have been out there every day. You play paddle every day, and you pay for lessons and everything? You're, like, really embracing I play, this? I take, I take one lesson a week with two other people and the pro mm-hmm. on Fridays, and then the other days we play. But I do take Sundays off. You take Sundays off. Don't you miss hitting, like, a real tennis racket, though? No, this is really fun. You would love it. Would I be good and at it? And there's, like, wires all around. There's like it's, You're in, like, this kind of cage, and you hit off the wire, so the points go on and on forever. It's really fun. Oh, like squash, kind of? Sort of, but you're outside. Got it. It's too cold. It's not that cold. I'm telling you, you start peeling off layers in no time. Mm. I'm trying to get her to do my indoor workouts, Ellen, but she refuses to work out indoors, even though you, your apartment is big enough for an entire gym. It is, but I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of digging uh, working out outside. Okay, got it. And do you want to tell everybody on the podcast, you are employed, you have a job. I, I am employed. I work at um, Penn Dental Medicine, Penn Dental School, which is the dental school that I went to. Okay, don't give people and the address or anything, okay? You know, the- I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I work there. Why? Are they going to come stalk me? You never know. And, who, I don't know who listens to this thing, you know? Ooh, do you I know. I mean, you tell... You tell them to follow me on whatever, and I get, like, a million happy birthdays from, like, all your fans. I told oh, them to DM you nice. nudes. Last week, Ellen, I got a text from my mom saying, what's a DM? <laughs> <laughs> well, this wasn't last week. This was, like, this was a, a while back. Weeks and ago. then she, 
she told the entire world that my mom doesn't know what a DM is. And so she had everyone DM me. DM used to be it used to be like a sexual thing. Like you would DM someone like nudes or like, like a flirty thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like a way to communicate, like texting, but DMs used to be have like kind of a connotation. They had had a bad connotation. I get it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for her birthday, I said, DM my mom some nudes. Did anyone send you a nude? No. That's good. Not that I know of. I have to look back, but I don't think so. So, mom, so you are a dentist. How long have you been a dentist? I graduated dental school in 1983. I think that makes it. 37 years. Jesus Christ. That's a long ass time. You got that right. Do you love being a dentist? I love being a dentist. Yeah. I really do. But like, yeah, I, 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 um, as my father used to say, who was a dentist, most of the time you're really like a psychologist. By the, at this point in my career, you can do the dentistry in your sleep, but you're really kind of helping people feel better and try to calm them down a lot. And, um, you know, you feel like you're helping people a lot in many ways. Mm-hmm. Did you always want to be a dentist since you were like a little kid? Yep. Like there wow. was no question. I, yeah, I worked in my father. You really want to know? I worked in my father's office. You know, I used to go there a lot. Um, I think it was away from my mother just to ship me off. So I, he worked on Saturdays. I went with him on Saturdays a ton. And um, I, I kind of liked Island. what well, he was his office was in Queens, mm-hmm. but I kind of liked what he did. I liked everything about it. And my best friend growing up, her father was a doctor and he used to get calls in the middle of the night and he'd have to go in all the time in the middle of the night. And I thought, oh, I don't want to do that. And I definitely wanted to do like something in medicine. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I kept it going. And when I told my father that I wanted to be a dentist because my mother's father was a dentist and my mother's brother was a dentist. So there were a lot of them in our family. And your brother was not going to be a dentist. No. But when I told my father I wanted to be a dentist, and he was pretty, like, progressive and pretty um, liberal. And you know what he said to me? It was like he never said anything like this in my whole life. What? You should really marry one. It's kind of a hard life. Wow. So once, okay. he, once he said that, I was like, I'm going to show him. Wow. Whoa. A little bit of a boys I club know. going on. Honestly, I know. But oh, what? go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, he was really proud through the whole thing. And I went to his school and blah, blah, blah. You know, and we worked together later on. But but it was kind of a strange reaction at first. Yeah. Well, Grandma Lila, that whole generation, though. Grandma Lila was, what, single for most of her life. She got divorced when my dad was very young. And you know that when I saw her, I don't know, one of the last few years she was alive. And she always asks, how are you? How's your career? You know, what are you doing? And she said, oh, Anna, sometimes it's just easier to marry rich. That was that was their whole generation. That's what. But I'm like, really, she she was so proud to be, you know, a a a single woman and a liberated woman. Yeah, travel the world, and she does what she wants. She doesn't have anybody to take care of or anything. So I thought that was kind of funny. But that was when she was losing her mind. So you know. Yeah, you know what? In my in my father's generation, which was the same one as hers, um, it was sort of like the man thought you know, that they were, um, if they didn't make it and their wife had to work, it was like demeaning them. Oh, like wow. they hadn't succeeded. I still think that men feel that way. 
if like the wife makes more money, like, you know, there's a lot of people who still. But in those days, they didn't want the wife to work at all. Right. You know, like that was that was an embarrassment. Uh, Your dog is playing with the chicken. No, tell him you're busy. You're recording audio right now. It's not fetch time. (laughs) Um, So, okay. So when you were younger, you you did a lot of activities. Do you remember any of your first jobs that you had? Did you work as a kid? So I was really thinking about it. Um, I... First of all, I had one brother who was six years older than me. You still, he's so still around. <laughs> he's still my brother. I have one brother. And we were kind of raised since we were so far apart in age and he was a boy and I was a girl. We were raised almost like separate only children. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of like, I felt like this like little only child. I really didn't, they never, um, like my friends who had bigger families, they never really encouraged me to go get a job. Mm-hmm. My friends, my closest friends, who all came from bigger families, and they seemed to um, require them to do more, um, you know, work and have more um, structure, you know, to to their whole life. Sure. Um, they, they all had babysitting jobs. So I did accompany them a number of times and... Um, Definitely had some funny experiences there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had one little job. I worked in a department store for like a week, and that didn't work out very well. So I, I really didn't have any jobs until like being a counselor and a waitress at camp. This is iconic because, you know, I, I run a podcast called Unemployed, and that's because I've lost jobs over the years. And yet here my mom is like... My parents paid for everything. I was totally fine. I never had to work. They never required anything of me. And now you're the parent. Um, Okay. So, yeah, you worked at camp. I knew that, right? How old Mm -hmm. were you when you were a waitress at camp? A waitress? Oh, yeah. First, they never, there were waiters at the boys' camp, but they never had waitresses at the girls' camp. And we begged them because we wanted to go back after our last year at camp. You begged to to be a waitress? We begged to be something. So they let us come back, like six of us come back, and they said we could be waitresses for the summer, but then we had to have an activity during the day that um, we worked at, you know, that we we helped out in. So, of course, I chose tennis, but they had already hired tennis pros from England, so Mm -hmm. they didn't need me. So they told me that they they were going to make me the motorboat driver. Got it. The water's of the water skiing boat. I go, but I never drove a boat. They go, don't worry, we'll teach you. That's so... Is this the last? same so, camp that you went to, Anna? No. Or is it different uh-huh. No, 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 no. 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 The, no. Oh. Different camp. Yeah. So I I was like, I don't know how to... They said, it's really easy and you have to take a license. So I went Did in Did you like drive a office. car at this point? Yeah, I was 17. I did. Okay. We got our licenses at 17, later than you. Okay. I don't know if it's still like that in New York. But um, some man from like the count from like Wayne County, Pennsylvania, came and gave me this test to be the motorboat driver, and he would like say, you know, do you go to the right when there's a wake? Ba 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 ba. Yes, you go to like he would tell me all the answers. Wow. So that's how I got my license, and then I was the motorboat driver for the summer. So these people from Long Island, you know, were sending their kids there to go water skiing, and I was their motorboat driver. Not very safe. Wow. 
That's pretty fun. You probably any accidents? Yeah. No, no, it was so much fun. And my friend, this guy who was like the water skiing teacher when I was a camper, you know, he was on the boat with me all the time. So we had the best time. Did you get a nice tan? I really, I don't remember. Lee I hates, usually burn. Lee hates I usually, the sun. No, I was, I always burned down. I didn't get a nice tan like you. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. But that was always fun. I feel like at my camp, at least the water ski counselors were cool and everyone wanted, oh, yeah. everyone wanted to do water ski. There were, there were other activities that if you were the counselor and like people fought you cause they were like, I don't want to do this today. You know what I mean? No, we went out, we went out in a car cause our, we didn't ski on our lake at camp because they didn't want to pollute our lake and have oil in the lake. So we, our lake was totally clean. So we went to another lake like 10 miles away, and then we'd get to take them to some store and get candy. And yeah, we were a big hit. Nice. Yeah. Ellen, yeah. you know how I talk about camp a lot on the podcast and yeah. like in my life? Like Sounds my like mom, a big camp family. Lee and Richard both loved camp. Yeah. They didn't go to yeah, that was, the same camp. That was one of my main attractions to Richard, that he understood camp. Right. Where was camp- this camp? My camp was on the border of New York and Pennsylvania. Okay. Would you like, like the address? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like in Calicoon, New York. Calicoon, New York. Okay. But she loved uh-huh, the or- camp she sent me to also. You like Vega. We love Camp Vega. Yeah, it, remi- it reminded me of my camp. Yeah. Except I didn't even think about it. We water skied on our lake. Was I always yeah. in oil or gas? Polluting it. Yeah. <laughs> you were polluting your lake. Wow. Our lake our lake was a lot smaller. Then you're late. That camp sounds pretty, like, pretty fancy. Had waiters. Did your camp have waiters, Anna? Mine? We had a full kitchen staff. (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine, like, a lunch lady type of situation. (gasps) No, there were, like, like, 40 people from Europe who, like, put out lunch in the... It was a buffet situation at my camp. Yeah. So the waiters, they took orders from the campers? No, no, no. They just brought out the food. There oh, were different okay, courses. Okay. There was one meal and they just brought it out. Gotcha. I love All how right. you said you were begging to be a waiter because we've had so many people on the podcast who've like worked in service industry and it's like no one would ever beg to be a waiter. <laughs> it was a way for us to go back to camp. Right. Otherwise, there was no, we couldn't go. Right. The waiter we, part of it only, was very small. They only let you be a counselor when you had a year of college. Mm. At my camp. Wow. And so we didn't have college yet. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you go to college. You did not do dentistry in college. Did you have any jobs in college? You went where? Tell yeah. them where did you go to college? I went to NYU. Heard of it. Down in the, in the village. You've all heard of that. Yeah. And down in my, the village. <laughs> in case it, you don't well, know. No, because there was an uptown NYU and a downtown NYU. Oh, then. but you weren't Tish. You weren't an actor. Most of the people on here are, no, the, are the NYU. Liberal arts. Arts and sciences. Yeah. Yeah. And my roommate, Joanne, she was a, she was a little older than me. She was in nursing school and she got a job at this pharmacy on 10th Street, the Ansonia Pharmacy on 10th Street and 6th Avenue. And she came home one night and she said, you know what, the guy who owns the pharmacy has a friend who owns this eyeglass store who really needs some help. Do you want to work a little bit? I said, sure. Cause it, it, so he had a, he had five stores. This guy. Did you One wear eyeglasses on, at the time? Like, did you already? Yeah. Okay. There. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a store on Eighth Street between Fifth and Sixth. Okay. And and um and then he had a store in the World Trade Center. 
Eyes on the World, and he had two stores up in the Upper East Side and one in Brooklyn. So I worked mostly in the village at the A Street store, and I worked some, once or twice on, in the World Trade Center and sometimes at the Ultimate Spectacle, it was called, on the Upper East Side. And then there was this other one, Layton's, right near, also, they were right near Bloomingdale's, both of them. Wow. And it was, it was a lot of fun. It, it was really fun. I love and I learned, two. you know... Eyes on the World and the Ultimate, what was the other one? Spectacle. Well, that's, Spectacle. that's been a store that I go to on the Upper Those East Side. Names. Yeah, there there must have been some connection in that store merging into the one, you know, yeah. that you go to. We love that one. Wait, so what did you do there? Did you, like, help people pick I out? Sold, yeah, I, I picked helped them pick out eyeglasses. I learned how to um, do some measurements and... Um, and I sold eyeglasses. How do you like mine? If you had to sell me these, would you say they look? I love yours. Really? I love yours. Yeah. I like yours. I got you yours. You did. Ellen. Anna had these. I wore those on HQ. I wore these frames that she's wearing. Guys, join this the Patreon. Oh, I, they look familiar. Yeah. You got to join the Patreon because my mom is not only wearing these red glasses. She has red beats headphones matching She's her matching. stand up you got your red and your pink shirt you don't have to but do you any- want to see what socks i have on can i show you my socks oh, yeah. show us your socks this is a podcast we love socks let me show you my socks <laughs> and we'll describe the socks for everyone what? yeah but oh your oh, HQ, socks. hq socks nice yes, we all have i was those. wearing mine i like them yeah that's great yeah. now everyone will want to subscribe to the patreon and see this video mm-hmm. good 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 job um, okay, so Thanks. you're working in the eyeglass store. How long did you do that for? Oof, I don't know. A few years. Okay. A few years. Yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun, like, separate thing, you know, besides, like, going to college. And the guy who owned it, he had, he had two little girls. He was, um, I don't know where he was from, somewhere in the Middle East. He was Jewish, and he had two little girls, and he had me babysit for them sometimes. He lived right on 10th Street. Okay. And, and they were hysterical. They, um, every time I came, they sang me Barbara Streisand music. Really? <laughs> they, like, sang their guts out. And so I oh, mostly no. babysat for them at night. But one time I went and babysat for them. He had a bar mitzvah to go to on a Saturday morning, and he asked me if I would come and do him a favor instead of go to work. So I went there, and it was the first time I ever went there without wearing any makeup, like, because usually I would go at night, and I had my whole day. Mm-hmm. And I went there on Saturday morning, like, it sweats and no makeup, and the little girl said, oh, how come you're so ugly today? Oh, God. Ooh, okay. <laughs> that happened to me yeah. multiple times at my old job at RRE. If I went in with, like, very little makeup on or, like, no eyeliner, they'd be like, what happened? Uh, are you tired? Right, exactly. <laughs> They're so used to seeing you all made up. I'm like, oh, my God. I know. I mean, especially, like, it's funny because I feel like I was so made up all all two years for HQ that, like, it was very hard to see myself without so much makeup every day, you know? I'm into it. What? No makeup? You got made up? That was the first thing she said when I said, do you want to do the podcast? She goes, do I wear makeup? <laughs> oh, it's, it's like a whole – I don't even know what I have anymore. I never put it on. Really? Me neither. I, I'm wearing yeah. my uh, my Zoom filter right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you know you can touch up your appearance on Zoom? Here's I think we did that. Smoothing That's good. filter. It's nice, yeah. Anyway, back to – so then you went to dental school. Any jobs there? Well, yeah. Oh, no. I worked – yeah, I worked for a couple of different teachers of mine, you know, mm-hmm. to learn how to be a dentist. I worked 
First, I worked for um, this guy who was really corrupt. He was a friend of a friend, and I worked in his office in Center City, and Corrupt how? Like, he'd fuck people's mouths up or, like, charge them? Oh, he was was a really bad guy. He, A, he had, like, ten phone numbers in those days, which was, you know, you had regular landline phones. He had, like, ten numbers. Mm -hmm. And there were always people's calling to collect money from him, like, bill, like, he owed in all his bills. And he would have the people at the front desk, like, answer and just hang up on them and switch from phone to phone to phone. Wow. He didn't pay any of it. And that was one thing. But he also, he was like in cahoots with insurance companies. And when people had like car accidents, mm-hmm. they, they would, um, you know, go to their insurance company and say, oh, I chipped my tooth when I went to Howard Johnson's and I bid on blah, blah, blah. And the, and the, the insurance companies that he was in cahoots would send them to him and he would look at them. And they'd have like one little chipped tooth and... He'd look at it and he goes, oh, that's going to throw off your whole bite. And he'd like drill their whole mouth down for crowns everywhere. And he would and he would do it without water so that they would all need root. I mean, it was just and then my first few checks bounced and I said, I'm out of here. That's scary. Shady. And yeah. So then I went to work for Morty, you know, who I loved, who was sort of my surrogate father. And I worked for him the rest of the time I was in dental school. Mm -hmm. I loved him. But then for when I came on the scene, you had your own practice with your dad. Was that Well, I had my own I had my own practice and my dad had retired Funded in New it? York and <laughs> No, he he retired in New York mm-hmm. and he lived in Florida half the year and then they moved here cuz my brother and I both lived in Philadelphia and he worked in my office a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was just and, bored. And, uh, he was like I want to get back to work. Yeah, he just needed something to do. He didn't want any money. He just wanted to come in. And mostly he treated the old ladies who would like say, I don't like this, this, this. And they'd go to him and they're like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Was he a good dentist, your dad? I think so. I mean, (laughs) what I saw, he didn't do everything. Did he do your teeth? He did when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You did our teeth a yeah. little bit, but you would prefer to bring us to someone else. People always ask. They're like, oh, did your mom do your teeth your whole life? And I was like, not until you, I was older. Yeah, why is that? No, I I did your teeth. And I remember you would always bring Sarah to hold your hand. Uh, no, but you, when we were younger, if I had a cavity or something, you brought me somewhere else because you thought I would behave better for other people that weren't you. Because I did pull the needle you, out once. You You would. What? Behave better for other people. You pulled what kind of needle out? A Novocaine. She didn't pull anything out. Oh. Because it, she, you know. She, yeah, yeah. I know how you do it now. You got to do the shake. Shake. You do the shake. You yeah. shake the mouth. You got it. And then you do it. Anna, you're like a, you're like a regular. Yeah. Penis. So, okay. It sounds like you had a one track, you know, a career. You, as a little girl, you're like, I'm going to be a dentist. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to go to dental school. I'm going to do everything my dad did. Uh, and then you had three kids and no one wanted to become a dentist. Does that upset you? <laughs> no, I never, ever um, encouraged anyone to. I figured I, I always truly believed I wanted you to do what you what made you happy did it frighten you that I knew what I wanted to do as a child no because I did okay but I chose a very different career path than you mine had absolutely no (laughs) mine's by chance right mine's a fucking lottery 
did did the, you know it it didn't frighten me i mean at some point we had to cut the cord and you know it was your choice and you're going to sink or swim did you think i wanted and, to be an actress or comedian as a kid yes yes i i i Anna, we, you had a babysitter. We had um, like a woman who took care of you for the first few years of your life. Her name was Joan. I don't know if you remember her. I remember her because I remember she locked me in the kitchen once uh, to eat. And I said that was like that was like abuse back then. And I still what, remember did she that. Go, did she go outside to smoke cigarettes? Yeah, probably. And I think Abraham was around then, too. Yeah, he had Joan a little bit. But all I know is... She would say, I would come home from work. You were like three months old, like you were just starting to laugh. And she would say, watch this. And she would do something like, Anna, make that noise. And you would go, and you would get hysterical, like you crack yourself up. And we would always say, she's going to be a comedian one day. Because you thought you just like loved making people laugh. I do. I always did. and you also, you know, you started out <laughs> singing more and doing more like um, musical type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know when you moved to New York, I said, Anna, we always said you were going to be a comedian. Maybe you should try out comedy. And that's when you started looking into UCB. That was, you think you're the reason mm-hmm. I became. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, it was part of it. No, I always kind of got the funny roles in all of my plays and stuff, you know? I always wanted to be the pretty ingenue who had the good voice, and they gave me, like, the sidekick, you know, who's, like, the whore or the, you know, the the messed up one. Like, you know what I mean? And you like that, or yeah. at a certain point you were just like, I'm going to embrace know, this? Comic relief, it was it was fun. I, I didn't like it at the time. I always wanted to be the lead. I was like, why can't I be... Right. You know, the pretty ingenue who gets to fall in love and, you know, sing the nice songs. You eventually got those parts. Sometimes. Some, somewhere. In college, I got better parts than I did in high school. But I used to do shows. Do you remember my shows I did as a kid? Because I, I used to produce shows in our house every week. Every Sunday night. <laughs> every Sunday night? Wow. Every Sunday night. The Foxes came over and there was a show. And Richard would get really mad. <laughs> Because they would dress Abraham as a girl. <laughs> yeah, my parents definitely hey, blame me for turning him gay. Yeah, we, we would have to leave. We would have to leave dinner early at the Fox's house because they dressed Abraham like a girl, and Richard got mad. Your know, Shakespeare did that, right? Like, yeah. yeah, that's fine. An old theater thing. Do you remember though? Didn't I do shows like I would sing? I would do dances to like Mariah Carey's albums and stuff, like in my bedroom and. You know, I'd make them be my backup dancers sometimes. All the time. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Got it. That was it. I love how she, she didn't even expand on it. That was it. That's all That's all you wanted to No, say. I mean, that was your entire life. That's what you did every single day. Yeah. Uh, she had friends in, in, like, middle school who weren't into this, and she would have them doing it, too. Like, when you were friends with Sam and Sarah... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and they like they eventually like had enough of it. You know, she ended up having to invite over like the gay guys because <laughs> they would do it with her. Yeah, I found Your girlfriends my people... were like, "I'm going to be an accountant. I can't be here right now." Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I was like, "Have you seen Wicked yet?" <laughs> um... Right, um, mom. Yeah. So, what do you think about like? I'm curious what you thought about like your kids' career paths. Are you are you okay with it at this point? I'm totally okay with it. I mean, I, 
you know, I, I think um, I'm amazed at how much you just keep kicking and scraping and getting stuff and making it work. Right. And what do your siblings do? Or Well, her brother has done many things, but <laughs> he is currently in nursing school. He's he's very competent. So that's kind of but, in the um, he's very dentist. What? I would say he's very, he's very smart. He's not all there emotionally. So it's hard for he's him very, to pick. He's very competent. He's very smart. He <laughs> He can really, he's very capable of doing a lot and he excels it a lot. But he really wouldn't commit for a long time. He kept putting it on hold, what he was going to do. And then the things he chose, I don't think were really um, the best things for him. And then it was hard to find a job. So he ended up taking the long route back to the health professions and now he's in nursing school and he's really digging it. That's, That's good. Great. Closest to yeah. a dentist, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't go there. What and would you Sarah, do if I, what would you do if I was like, mom, I think I want to become a dentist. Is it too late? <laughs> what do you mean? What would I do? I support it. It's just really expensive to go to dental school. I don't know how my students, I teach now. I don't know how they afford to go. I, I have no idea. It costs $100,000 a year for four years to go to Penn Dental Jesus school. Christ. Wait, each year? So, yeah. Yes. They graduate with a half a million dollars of debt. Whoa. Okay. But but they get to drill holes in people's mouths, so yeah, it's a but nice... Yeah, guess, I, I don't know how they ever catch up. I don't know how they ever catch up. You know, um, like how they pay that back and still, you know, support themselves. Yeah, well, I can't imagine that the starting salary would be able to... It's a lot of pressure. And Sarah, my sister. And Sarah is a lawyer. She is a public defender. She lives in Denver. And she um, she really likes what she does. She's she's in her in her way is acting too. That's really oh. cool. But she was never yeah. an actor. <laughs> Sarah didn't do theater stuff. No, but she's a good she's a good arguer. <laughs> well that's good. Um, being so, a lawyer is sort of like being a performer. You have to it is. speak in front of You know people. what? When, can I tell you something funny? When my kids were in high school, Abraham, my son, was in the mock trial club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mock and, trial, yeah. And he said, he was two years younger than Anna, and he said to Anna, Anna, you should be in this club. It's perfect for you. You get to, like, really yeah. perform. So he dragged her into it, and she got to be the prosecutor. What were you? I was, like, yeah, I was, like, the the lead prosecutor or something. But I went in with a limp and a whole backstory, <laughs> and I was – I wanted to be the – I wanted to be the basketball coach that supplied alcohol to the underage kids that, oh that you know, that had the, – and then the kid got in a car accident. That was – the case or something and they were and, and I wanted to be the the actor I wanted to be the coach and they were like I don't know what I said that made them think like she probably has a power suit and she could probably you know fuck That's with amazing. these people I love that you came up with some backstory <laughs> wait, like, wait so so then they go they go to like this final competition which is at the the county courthouse and they have a rehearsal on a Sunday I don't remember any of this <laughs> Yes, you will in a second. And they have to drive. They, uh, one of you, I guess you drove. He didn't drive yet. And they drive to Norristown to the county courthouse on a Sunday. For fucking and they mock can't, trial. 
They can't find the courthouse. <laughs> this oh. is before before Google Maps. Right. Before GPS. They could not. So she, she calls. They call me. They drove for like three hours and they didn't get there for the rehearsal. She calls me up and she goes, we have combed Norristown and there is no courthouse there. It doesn't exist. It was abducted. Was, was there a courthouse? It's like the whole town. <laughs> Did I make it to the performance? Yeah, no, not the rehearsal, but you all, you showed up the next day. Everything went fine. Abraham was like, you're, you got a huge part. And I was like, I am not, I wanted to be the, the victim. <laughs> You never liked your parts. I never liked my parts. Mm -hmm. No. Um, Oh, I wanted to ask you. What? I was going to say, I have to hand it to you, though, Anna. When you started out in high school and trying out for um, theater stuff, you know, you like initially were like in the chorus, well, you know, and you took it and you worked your way up there till your senior year and you got the lead. Like you didn't, you didn't say, I'm not doing this if I don't, you know, you, 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 you worked your way up. Well, you know, very mm-hmm. proud. in my industry, you have to pay your dues. And I just thought, well, here we go. It's going to suck for a but while. A lot of people who've been performing every Sunday night, you know, would say, screw this. I'm not, I'm not doing this if I'm not the lead. Mm-hmm. What was the lead? that you got your senior year? Oh, Adelaide in Guys and Dolls. We took that so seriously. Do you remember? We rehearse and rehearse and you do it every weekend, you know, and then it's like three shows. (laughs) I know, yeah. So are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. You got quiet. I'm here, but no, you were were gonna ask me something, but you didn't ask me one important question. What's that? I had a new job. I had a new job recently. (gasps) Really? Well, I was going to say yeah. what was the weirdest job you ever had, and that was probably... Oh, well, this is it. That was it. This is it. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Hold on. Can I just so, say one thing? When you yeah. were turning, when my mom was turning 60, she told all of us she's retiring from dentistry. She is mm-hmm. done working, and everyone was nervous because my dad works, and we're like, Lee, where... Look at her. She's got her Chanel earrings on. My mom likes designer things, you know, and she pays for them. And so she told everyone she's quitting. We're all like, okay, how are you going to... Do you know where these earrings are from? Uh, Hold on. I said, how are you going (laughs) to afford your life? And... She said, I'm going to get a job and tell them about your your job you got. <laughs> so you've retired from den- no, from she, being- no, she, I didn't she, totally retire. Okay. She quote, well, you sold your practice a while ago. You were working. I sold my practice and I wor- went back to work at Penn and I practiced at Penn. But I also taught there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And two years ago, three years ago now, when I turned 60, I stopped practicing and I just decided I was going to teach. A little bit. Okay. I wasn't going to, you know, be in private practice. And I said, I'm going to get, I'm going to do something completely different off the, I don't know what, but I'm going to find something. And on my street here in Philadelphia, it's sort of commercial and there's little boutiques and stuff. Some guy had just opened a new store and it was a sock store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Across the street from her apartment. And I got friendly with him. I got friendly with him and he was there by, he was retired. He used to be in like a medical supply business and, and he was older than me and, and his wife was into design and, and she had a whole other business like doing windows, um, like store windows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I became his first employee. I worked in a sock store. You were selling the socks? Uh Uh-huh. 
What kind of socks are we talking about? Like fun, like, quirky socks? Yeah, yeah, like gift cards. Okay. You know, like all those things that say funny things and all different, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like pizza socks and yeah, like yeah, those yeah. HQ socks. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. They'd be great there. Yeah. Like, but all of us were like, what do you mean you're working in a sock store for like no money? And you worked a lot and it was across the street. And then I remember you were like, I don't feel like it today. I knew if she was done when you were like, I don't want to go in next. Oh. Oh, you, you, she stopped liking the guy and... No, I. you know what? I worked one day. He had a Christmas village, little booth in a Christmas village. And, I, and it was like zero degrees and nobody came the whole day. Yeah. And he forgot to pay me. And I said... I'm done. Not worth it. <laughs> I was like, Mom, you made too. you went to school and you made a whole career for yourself. I was like, Why the fuck would I you want to work and be read? around people? No I just one went to, in like, that store. <laughs> this they did. They did fine. They did fine. Oh mm. my god! If you could be anything aside from a dentist, what would you be? Like, if you if you got a restart and they're like, Hey, you can't be a dentist, but you get to go and and make a lot of money. What would you want to do? Something in fashion. Right. You don't maybe know what, though? Maybe, like, a stylist, because... Yeah, it's kind I would of, like that. Yeah, what you were doing with the, uh, your eyeglass job was kind of styling yeah, no, I No, I like that. And I do help. I have a number of friends that I know from tennis and stuff through the years who really, they always like what I have on or what I get, or blah, 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 and they, they have to go to an event, and I always help them dress for their things. And, you know, I, lo- I love doing that. You know, I've done it for years. Yeah. But... You did it for like uh, you. You told me you liked spending other people's money on clothes. Well, it's fun. There you go. Yeah. Why not being a stylist? But my mom, I am her style icon. Can you admit that publicly on the podcast? You have become my style. Icon. <gasps> All um, right, that's it. Episode done. No, that was good. <laughs> it's true though. Anything I post on Instagram, if it's something she hasn't seen or it's something I don't know, you, she's immediately like, "Where's it from? Can I get it? Where? Where can I get it?" You know, a, a lot lately. It must be COVID. You're bored, but you know, it's. Uh, Do you know? You know, Anna and I show up sometimes. We don't even mean to, but we show up in the same exact outfit. <laughs> I've seen it happen. Yeah. yeah. She, in fact, there are times where she says, I'm wearing this. Don't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Because you guys rather- have just have too many of the same things. And we're similar point. sizes, but my mom yeah. didn't like to share growing up. So you'd rather buy us the same white T-shirt, you know, twice than share it. Right. I share more now. She shares more now. Yeah. But. You didn't then. Like now, as an adult, I go home with very few shoes because I can just wear her shoes when I go home. Right? Remember yeah, shoes? I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't remember shoes. I've been wearing my slippers all week. Okay. True. Mom, I want to end this episode. I asked on Twitter for some people if they had, if the, the listeners of the podcast had any questions for you. Okay. Yeah. And I got some good ones. Are you ready? Um, I'll try. You'll try. Okay. Uh, someone said, ask her what her daughter Anna does for a living. I am curious when people say, what does, what does your daughter Anna do for a living? How do you describe what I do? She's an actress and comedian. I say your whole Instagram blurb, you know. Do you say I'm a host too? I say, yeah, I say you host a show and you have, you know, you work for BuzzFeed these days a little bit Mm -hmm. and you have, you know, you have a lot of different um, production, you know, production 
This sounds uh, so bad. If I was her friend, I'd be like, wow, it sounds like she's really struggling. <laughs> no, this is a good question. I, I need to ask my mom this question. I, like, I how do you describe what yeah, I do? What you do? Yeah. Mom, do you think I will be successful in my field? I think you are successful in your field. Right, but I'm not making the money I need to be making, you know? Um, do you think I will be successful, though, in my field? Anna, your entire life, you always pull through. <laughs> I don't want to ever you pull just, through. I want to be rich enough to be like, way of I'm, kill, I'm going of to my killing. Palm Springs house picked, today. And, and then, I mean, I think you picked one of the hardest professions in the entire universe, but you always have a way of succeeding. Always. You always have. So it doesn't worry you? No. Yeah. See, my mom's, you're very, you're also very tough. I can't call you crying about my, my, you know. Yes, I, yes you can. You just remind me of my mother. Right. You're not very kind to those who cry. Uh, but at least you think I'm going to be successful. I don't want to have to pull through anymore. I don't want to be the known for pulling through. I want to be known for rising very high above expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. It's like dad never wanted to have a cute house. A cute house? He didn't want it to be cute. On the inside? Yeah. Who wants a cute house? No, cute is like implies little. Oh. You know, like he wanted a. He wanted a nice house. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want a big ass nice house. You know what I mean? Especially because we're going to stay yeah. there for the rest of our lives. Might as well have a good one. Um, it's Anna. This is going to come to an end. I hope so. Okay, here's a funny yeah. question. What did teachers yeah. say about Anna during parent-teacher conferences? Oh, no. <laughs> they, always, they loved you. You had one teacher you had a little issue with, remember? In second grade. Yeah, she said you were demand. You were demanding. Yeah, she was a bitch. I had to go to Florida. She probably she was said, jealous. Anna never got. <laughs> Anna never got over that. She, she, she called she her demanding. She said that to you in a parent-teacher conference. That's. I think so. That what? your daughter's demanding the yeah, nerve. She, yeah, you had to go to Florida, and she was. Upset no, about we were that? going on a. We were going away, and I had to take Anna out a little early one day in second grade mm -hmm. to go to make a plane. And Anna raised her hand incessantly, you know, because she had a. She, she never called on me. That's the other thing. That's why I had to. And and she said, Anna Roisman, you are demanding. I didn't know what it meant, but it hurt my feelings. <laughs> I heard about it for years. Okay, but also, do you remember what else happened in that class? She tried to murder me. Do you remember? No. I got stung by a bee on my neck in that class, and I'm very allergic, and it swelled, and I went, and then my mom had to take me to the hospital, and they gave me a shot of whatever you get when you're... Epinephrine. At, when you're allergic, and I remember I was raising my hand. She's, like, reading to the class. She used to make kids pet her suede high heel shoes, which was what disgusting. She'd be like, you can pet my shoes if you want. Yeah, what a fucking weirdo. And I raised my hand because my neck was swelling, and I was, like, uh, it was really bad, and I started crying, and she wouldn't call on me. She wouldn't. Someone goes, Anna's crying. And she goes, what's wrong? I go, I have to go to the nurse. I got stung by a bee. <laughs> She had, they had a real, She must have felt like, like shit power when I went to struggle, the two of them. When I came back and I'm like, I had to get an EpiPen. I almost died on your watch, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> as a second grader, you're saying this? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Watch she out. My lawyers any, are coming for you. She did, Anna didn't mince many words. Um, Eugene. Can I tell you one quick story? Yeah, yeah. One time we were, we were going to, I had to take 
Eula. Um, it's never a quick story, but I'm in. No, I had to take our babysitter. My mother-in-law was over and who knew my babysitter really well. And I, she had to go to the bus and my mother-in-law said she wouldn't do it. And I had like no time. And so I said, okay, fine, Eula, get in the car. We'll go to the bus. And I was like speeding and I was pissed off because I didn't have time for this because my mother-in-law did and she wouldn't do it. And we drive her to the bus and we drive back and Anna's like two in the car seat mm-hmm. behind me. And of course I'm speeding and I don't come to a complete stop at a, at a stop sign and I get stopped by a cop and the cop's like, I need your license and registration. And I give him and he goes back to his car and Anna is too. And she goes, oh, go eat your donuts. <gasps> wow. <laughs> at two years old? And I'm like, how did she know that? Exactly. Like, Where did yeah. you learn that? Ellen, I also wrote a porno when I was eight, so God of knows course, what yeah. I was watching on television at the time, you know, especially at, once I learned how to use a remote control. My parents were like, great, we can leave now. Yeah, we're you good. Had HBO or something? <laughs> yeah, we had all those channels, Cinemax, <laughs> you know, you name it. Um, Mom, someone asked, how did you potty train Anna, which is a very random question for this unemployed podcast. Yeah, I don't but think that's, that's I know exactly question. what she's going to say. What? You're going to say raisins. No, I don't think I did any of that. Anna, like, I was Anna clean. was, she was unbelievable. She w- would never had an accident once we did. She, like, was just right there. I was an adult as a child. Sounds like yeah, it. She she was a piece of cake. Uh, someone else wants to know, what's your favorite soup? My, fi- oh, of her soups? No, you haven't tried all my soups. Just any in soup? general, any soup. Oh, what's my favorite soup? Yeah. Hmm, that's a good question. I kind of like split pea with hot dogs. Ugh. Whoa. <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting the hot dog part. Yeah, and you like, have a such a slice up sophisticated like palate you've eaten in the nicest restaurants around the country, and I that's what like you pick? I like split pea with that. Yep. Really? More than yep. like French onion? Yep. Wow. Shocking. Yep. Any favorite yeah. soup video of mine that you've seen that I made? No, I, you know, it's not, it's just the outfits. <laughs> the outfits. I love I love the outfits, the Anna. video outfits. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're great. Uh, the, what's the one you just did with the cow bathing suit? Oh, it was a quick one. I tried it for TikTok. Um, it was a... What the fuck soup was it? I can't even remember what soup it was. I don't know. I can look it up, but it doesn't matter. But it's a good outfit, right? No. Good bathing good suit. Good outfit. Um, the, good bathing suit. This is funny because I think, you know, I post my ass a lot on Instagram. And so someone asked, how do you feel? How did you feel about the Pennsylvania election results, including my Instagram post? I said, what was remember I posted I don't know you- 10 butt photos when Pennsylvania turned, oh, yeah, yeah, turned yeah, yeah. blue. Yeah, I felt great about the Pennsylvania uh, results. Yeah. Like, thank. Yeah, it was the greatest. And. I, I really didn't think Anna was the um, show your butt type, but she's become that person. Over the last eight years, that's the thing. People don't realize it started a long time ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, it surprised me, but I'm getting used to it. When I said it. She has a really cute touch. Yeah, I was going to say, when it, I said it, you it. were like, they were cute. Like, people must think, like, you know, <laughs> your mom must be like, why would you do that? And my mom's like, cute, I like the dress. <laughs> It's not like she's in a porn movie or anything. Yeah, it's tasteful butt pics. <laughs> well, maybe I should, you know, at this point. 
Going to porn movie? Is that what you call it? <laughs> a porn movie? I don't. Okay. What do you call it? I don't know. A porno. Pornographic. Oh, okay. A pornographic a, film. Okay. Film. Yeah. You know, higher art. You know what I mean? Um. All right, mom. That's all I really have. Ellen, do you have any other questions for Lee Royce? Mom, is there anything you didn't get to say that you wanted to say on the podcast? What do you think's next for no, well, dentistry? Like, <laughs> I feel like it's come Who so far. <laughs> what? What's it's it? some, come so far? Yeah, what's like the new innovation in dentistry going to be? Everything is, um, everything is um, computerized. Everything. Like, we don't take impressions anymore. We're, people are learning. Students are learning not to take impressions. Everything is digital. Mm. Wow. So... Yeah, it's amazing. So it it really eliminates a lot of materials. It's like a three D scan thing. Everything oh, is scanned. Wow, okay. Crowns are scanned. They scan for ortho for Invisalign. They are they're starting to. What is she showing us? <laughs> I think she's showing you my teeth. <laughs> she's checking her teeth. They're starting she's to us? scan. They're going to start scanning for dentures, and you get these really accurate impressions, like. Digitally. Can you yeah. make a suggestion in the dentistry world? I really need to whiten my teeth, but I have very sensitive teeth, right? You said I'm in the top 99% of tough... people with the most sensitive teeth. Yeah, you are tricky, Anna. <laughs> it hurts so much to eat cold or anything, you know, I can't do that. Yeah. Room temperature drinks are the best for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she is... She is challenging when it comes to that stuff. No, I my right now I work Mondays and Tuesdays really hard all day long. I treat the most vulnerable, old, sick, poor, you know, geriatric patients. Mm -hmm. But Tuesday night is my weekend. What? I like that. <laughs> I work Mondays and Tuesdays. She's got Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. Tuesday is your Friday. Done. Tuesday night. I, it's my weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's the weekend. Now you can go have another glass of wine, right? You don't I have to worry. I had that at HQ. I, I had like Wednesday was my day off or something. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice to have a day in the middle of the week where it's really nice. I, I have a good friend who he's a little older than me. And he told me when he was cutting back each year, he said, work Mondays and Tuesdays, then you'll be done for the rest of the week. And you know what? I ran into him recently. He's retiring entirely. He says, you know what comes after two days? I said, what? He goes, one day. No, not yet. <laughs> no, I'm not What's there. she going to do? <laughs> I'll have to play more racket sports. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Wait, I wanted to end on the HQ thing. Were you very excited? Do you still watch me on HQ? Did you like the job? Because a lot of people who listen to this podcast are fans of it. So, you know, they know that I Ellen, watch every week. They know that Ellen and I worked there and I watch every week. I love watching play. you on HQ. You don't play, though. I do play. I lose right away. <laughs> you the only the only thing I won five cents once and on words? I have these socks. And I have these socks on words. Yeah. And I have these socks. But I, I suck at every game. What do you like better, words or trivia? I don't play trivia anymore. I used to play more. That's what I host, though. <laughs> but you just watch <laughs> No, I play, I play the movie trivia, but I right. don't play. So you like I don't play the words other. more than trivia? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. Maybe it'll make a comeback, huh? I hope so. Good answer. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, good answer. That's what I did for 400 games. 
Um, Mom, that's it. You did it. You were a guest on the Unemployed podcast, right? Thank you. What's your Instagram handle so people can find you, you know, and your fashion and your dog? You post a lot of food and dog, right? Yeah. Uh, well, usually I send you a picture and you go, post that. Right. And then she takes her a while to remember, and then she'll have a week where she remembers how to post. <laughs> She's on Reels now. I don't know how you discovered Reels, but you sent me someone's Reel. I, she sends random. I don't even know. I don't, but be careful. I don't even know I'm on. Be care- I didn't even know I was on it. Be careful, because she might post your strange photo to her own Instagram, because my mom has no limits. And, you know, that that could happen where she'll post any photo on Instagram, right? So at Lee Roisman, right? At Lee Roisman, yep. Right, but that's not her real name. Her real name is Lee Durst. DM me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Mom, thanks for doing this. Thank you. Did you have fun? it worked out. Yeah, it was great. I hope it was okay. Okay, just stay put. Don't do anything, okay? Uh, I have to end it now before we get back into this. This is going to be 30 minutes to get this file from you. That is another episode of Unemployed with Anna. Uh, And that was my mom. That was Lee Royce uh, for the people. If you have any other questions you heard her, DM her. But don't forget to follow us at Unemployed Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you check out the Patreon. My mom wore an entire outfit and a full red lip for this episode. She's standing up to show you her look right now. (laughs) So join Patreon.com slash Unemployed Podcast. It's really nice. You can send a little bit. Guess what? I think in 2021 we're going to do merch. So I think it's time to start selling some Unemployed merch. Uh, And Lee will model it then for all of us. Um, (laughs) In the meantime, have a happy holiday. This will come out after the holiday, so I don't even need to say that. Okay, bye. What's up, everyone? It's Anna, and I am here with a little post-game episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon. We're posting videos of all of our episodes every week, and everyone who donates to the Patreon is allowed to see those, and we would love for you to join in. But right now, I got to give a shout-out to our patrons who are donating money to us, who we appreciate and we love. Shout-out to Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, Chris Arneson, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, Vic Harry and Jonathan Ediger. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and me and Ellen and everyone else who out there who's unemployed. We really appreciate it. And if you want to join, you can just go to patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. And like you can just donate $5 a month or something really small, you know, anything, anything helps. And we love it. And we are here for you. And we will keep putting these out until until we're all so successful that we have absolutely no time to make a podcast. Just kidding. But check out the Patreon. Thanks. Love you. Bye.